really don't want to do this, but Joni didn't feel like reading it this week. I fucking hate reading my own. I hate reading out loud at all. I don't even, and I hate being read too. I don't even listen to audiobooks. But. It's been done every week, and I don't want to. Uh, we're not going to skip a week, so I have no idea what my inspiration for next week is. I'm assuming Johnny will tell me later. Oh my god! Okay, I'm going to take my headphones off so I can't hear myself. That's better. I mean, I can still hear myself, but not in a magnified way. All right, this was my story about. This is my story about a picture frame. What do you think? The picture is lovely, Grandma, but the frame is a bit old. It looks tarnished. I said, I could have gotten you a better one. Grandma climbed off her step stool. She stepped back and looked at the old picture of my grandfather. He was in an army dress uniform. The picture was yellowed black and white, like it had been hanging around for decades. It had been, according to Grandma, in the attic for a long time. He sure was a looker, wasn't he? Ew, Grandma, not cool. I said, I don't want to think of Pop-Pop like that. Grandma smiled. She doesn't think you look handsome, Ralph. The picture turned so that it was looking at me. I think I'm gorgeous. My eyes went wide and I swiveled like I might pass out. Grandma caught me and said, That's the secret of the frame, my love. I pursed my lips, nodding even though I knew I had to be dreaming. Uh, I'm, uh... I'm going to go lay down. Okay, sweetie. Love you, the photo of my grandfather said. I walked up the stairs, mumbling to myself, I don't understand what is happening. As I got to the landing, I heard Grandma say, You will, if you outlive your soulmate. I was white-knuckling my way through that because I hate reading my own shit. Alright, I did it. I guess next week's one will be a surprise. Goodbye. Uh, and book club. Everybody speak real quick. What? what would you like me to say? Uh, what do you want from me? That ASMR. Microphone was Don't off. fucking chew at me. I will come across the table to the <laughs> fucking chew at me. <laughs> You know how bad I hate SMR? Even Maya Hawk couldn't make that attractive. Um, who would like to go first? For those of you who don't remember, uh, this was a biography? Yep. Okay. Who would like to go first? I'll go first. I didn't like mine. <laughs> I what did you read? I didn't finish the whole thing. What did you read? Ginger Duggar's biography, and it was fucking stupid. It, it was just very bland. She had no opinions on anything. At least the parts I read, she had no opinions on anything. It well, wasn't like her sister who did that thing, who was like, like very the documentary. Hard and fast. Yeah. Yeah. She was just like, well, they did their best, but in the end, it didn't work out. Now, all of these things you want to hear about, the reason she bought my right. book. We're not going to talk about those, because those are private inside thoughts that are best left unsaid. Then why write a I'm book? Like, right? <laughs> okay. 
It's just as weird. It was just very pandering and bullshit. It was like very vanilla, basically. Very Duggar. Yeah, it was just very vanilla. I mean, she had some salty bits in there, but it was just very white people shit. Do tell what was salty. I think it's funny that white people are described as salty since, like, stereotypically, that's the only spice that they use. People make the joke that Britain conquered the world for spices because the only one they had at home was salt. And they didn't even have salt at home. They got it from India. (laughs) There you go. That was, you know, Gandhi's whole fucking thing. Stop stealing our salt? Yes. It was mainly about salt. That is... Bitch, what? That is not something I knew. His march and walk he did was about the conditions in the salt mines brought on by the British. I didn't know that. Did you know that? Hell no. Look it up. I am. I'm just going to take your word for it. Holy shit. Gandhi's salt march. Bitch. Impressive. What the fuck? Yeah. Maybe you should have been the teacher. (laughs) How do you know everything? I'm like your other two children. I didn't fucking cheat in school. Damn. Um, I'm hella impressed right now. Shit, bitch. What? I'm just saying, you should talk to CJ, because that's the shit he knows, too. I'm not saying. Um, yeah, damn. You're smarter than everyone. Never in my entire life. And I taught all three of you. Not well, obviously. (laughs) But I tried. Thanks for looking at me when you said not well. I appreciate that. You're stupid. You're stupid. I got a thing here. I don't love it. For the people, like, could you have got it else. from one of your accident things? Like, could you have got? We almost didn't do this podcast today because Johnny was saving the world. Johnny's always saving the world. Bah, and then bah, she, bah. and then she, and then she downplays what she does, and it just makes me want to stab no, her. No, and by the way, for anyone who fucking works with me, I have another one's claim to save the world. What I claim is to hand you all the fucking band aids. <laughs> I claim that that's my problem. But, but the fact that you can go do it is... Her beeper goes off, and I'm like, oh, it's go time, and Betty gets up like, can I come this time? She can go from sound asleep in pajamas to dressing out the door before I even realize what's beeping. Seriously, and she... Uh, when she first started, she kept a pair of jeans in the corner, and I have... This the first time, like... Seriously, you could have a second career as a stripper if you wanted, because it took her three seconds to go get up, throw her pajama pants off, like literally throw them off, step into the jeans, put them up, button them, and she was out the out the door in seconds. I swear, it's it like beginning, it was maybe fifty seconds. Maybe now it's like six. It's insane. Hey, do your boots fit? Mm-hmm. You love them. I'm converting the whole family to redback boots. I saw them this morning. All right, Toby, what was your book? My book was a (laughs) biography about Eminem that Joni... We all know how Toby felt about his book. That's why we're laughing. Joni bought at Goodwill (laughs) and gave to me. No, I didn't buy it at Goodwill. I bought it at bought it at the yard sale on the side of the road. That had a big dog named Harley. And it was his son's book. Yeah. His son, well, his son recommended. And she said, "I'm going to make my brother read this," and he, and the guy just laughed. Yeah, I. I'll, my I'm, son recommended this book to me, and I don't know why. <laughs> it's about a candy. The first. 
there were interesting parts and if it had all been a biography about Eminem then I think I actually would have enjoyed it because I enjoy reading about people who I hear absolutely nothing about I read Snoop Dogg's Wikipedia page and I couldn't name one song Snoop Dogg you really except for the one he did at the Super Bowl where it goes roaches in my ashtray sipping on gin and juice alright whatever um <laughs> but it covered mostly about his his like impact on the music industry in the 90s and early 2000s and then it went into a history of hip hop from the 80s into the 90s into the 2000s and it was it, it's the most it came out in 2003 and it is the most 2003 book i have ever read it's like gilmore girls dialogue lots of fun adjectives and it takes 14 different blocks to go 12 feet and and it's like he was just throwing every sexy buzzword he could think of into the book rather than just tell us about Eminem. I did learn that Eminem got sexually assaulted by teenagers. Um, oh, yeah, you remember you telling me about there that, was where she a, grabbed his noodle on the stage? Yeah, he was... Um, this rich dude booked them at a private... older than I thought he was. I know, me too. How old is he? He's 53, I think. He, he was born in 1972. Um, he looks 12, but he's got, his daughter just got married. Haley? Yeah. She just got married. For real? No, I don't think... I didn't realize that she's only slightly older than me. She's like two or three years older than me. And already accomplished so much more. Oh, don't even get me started on that. Oh, Every time I read about somebody that's like, had a career by age 24, I'm like, huh, fuck you. Yeah, as I say, Bree, the cop that we know, mm-hmm. mom and I know, she's 29. She hot. Yeah. Yeah, she's really hot. Chick she's cops are hot. Insanely gorgeous. Her family right. is hot. I have a thing Her for... Her mom is absolutely... I have the thing for chicks in uniform. Entire family ever. is hot. I saw a redheaded. She she was had that like strawberry blonde redhead Air Force woman. Uh, she was an Air Force, I think, cadet or fresh into the Air Force at a gas station one time, and I just watched her the whole time. I'm like, I love that you could kill me. <laughs> You're so dumb. Um, but yeah, he, he was performing at this club, and this crowd of teenagers, like so many teenagers, showed up that they were spilling out into the street. And one of them reaches up, grabs him, and kisses him. And he's like, what the fuck? But he was so high that he was like, oh, okay. And he's singing and getting into it. He in the high for like 13 years. Yeah. The author talks about the fact that he couldn't even tell if Eminem noticed um, that the girl had grabbed his dick. But leaving the club, one of the oh, a fourteen-year-old girl. That doesn't she say a lot about around. his dick. I was gonna say it's usually the other way around. Fucking dead below the waist. Um, <laughs> the fourteen-year-old girl screams, "I want to fuck you!" And he screams, "I want to fuck you too, but I won't." <laughs> I think you can even say that. But you know, he was well for R. Kelly, and he that's a true abused his fucking manager. This guy that met him when he was a a teenager, not sexually, abused him when he was a when he was a teenager. Or no, met him when he was a teenager. Fought for him, like took him around to all the big rap places. Can you tell how not rapper I am? I am not street, yo. Just say what you want to say. Black people clubs. 
And please don't say that. And no, I'm not gonna say That's that. What Ed Sheeran said with his friend, Jamal took him to all of the black people places. And he's Ed Sheeran. He can say a lot of things. Mm. That red hair and that me. sexy little accent. I wish you would say them too, and or another mind. And or on her. Um, <laughs> but he, like, he spends an entire limo ride cussing out his manager and calling him a skinny fat fuck because his manager I would love to be called that so I mean seriously I would be so <laughs> into that skinny fuck I, skinny anything skinny Just, fat fuck whatever what does skinny fat even mean I don't know but um, it's it's skinny fat it's, it's like some guy called me little girl the other day he didn't mean it in a nice way I was like thank you <laughs> But he just looked confused. They're all packed into this limo, I and I the author that I was transgender because they said, "Girl, come here." I'm like, "Oh, the surgery worked." <laughs> I don't think the okay. author is at the window, and Eminem passes him a wad of cash when, it, it, like, uh, there's a knock at the window. The guy uh, rolls down the the author rolls down the window. Eminem passes him through a bunch of people a. a wad of cash and he exchanges it for a bag of drugs and the manager looks at Eminem and goes are you fucking retarded is it a cop yeah. you let a reporter just buy your drugs for you you fucking moron let me out I'm getting out but he eventually came back and got abused for the rest of the limo ride so I didn't read very much it was not a good book your turn I read please Michael take J. longer because this is only 11 minutes in I read Michael J. Fox's biography Okay, I'm not gonna lie. Did he have someone else write it for him? You're a dick. <laughs> Fucking. Or was that's, like the handwriting that's really messed bad? Text to speech. That's messed up. Stop. <laughs> Who raised you? TV. <laughs> Clearly. Hey, when your dad thought he had Parkinson's, he thought it was really funny. <laughs> no, I, I had. Mistakenly, I didn't think I would read the book. So I watched the documentary with your dad first. Mm -hmm. And it covers a lot of the similar things. So there are parts of it. If it was something they had talked about in the documentary, I didn't necessarily. I kind of skipped over that part a little bit. But you took in the information. so He is absolutely a fascinating person. Oh, I bet. And the relationship between him and his wife... It's so cool, but she does not treat him like a fragile. His whole family does it. They don't treat him like he's this fragile thing that's going to break. And he's reached a point in his Parkinson's now where his mobility is being more and more affected, mm-hmm. and he's constantly having to do therapy to be able to keep up and walk. And he falls a lot, and you know his family gives him shit constantly and they make fun of each other and I guess it was just relatable because when your dad was going through his cancer and stuff yeah we made cancer cancer jokes all the time you thought they were fucking hilarious I hope you get cancer (laughs) too late see everybody at the station except Anna she thought they were really fucking funny because she has she loves dead dad jokes (laughs) because her dad's dead and I yeah, thought her it, should be best. She thought it was really fucking funny because I was like, "Yeah, when my dad," favorite? I said, "My dad's alive," right. but when he had cancer and everyone thought he was gonna die, we all thought it was hilarious to tell him to stop being such a pussy and get out of the bed. 
And we were like, oh my god, it's just like what? Is it like a thyroid cancer? It's nothing. And we were like told them constantly that it was, a, it was like the pussy version of cancer. It's okay, like see, but I can't make fun of you guys too bad. My husband also has PTSD. And I have on occasion. On occasion. On, on a rare, rare occasion. There was a three month span where you did it like twice a day. Killed a boom behind him. Well, unexpected. It got to the I point. I used to wake him up when someone said, go wake your father up. I used to think it was funny. Not because he, like, hit us or anything. I just thought it was hilarious to fucking poke him with a broom. See, I did similar. Although there's been many a times he came up out of the bed ready to take somebody out. He did that to me but the other I day. Like, fucking, I, I just, like. I went to get the dogs, and he woke up, looked at me, and I went, just me. It's okay. Yeah. Uh, I usually wake him up very but, loudly from the other side of the room. You know, when my dad had his mental breakdown, if we hadn't, you know, for the longest time... Toby, you should go check on the dogs, because they're really quiet. There was nothing funny about it, you know what I mean? I'm sure they're funny. Like, we were just knee-deep in the seriousness of it, and all of that crap. And then, you didn't know how to deal with it. You didn't know how to process it. You didn't know what to do or say. And then, when... It, I can't even remember who drew it for him, but he was a bus driver before he lost his mind and may or may not have kidnapped a few kids accidentally. Um, he gave them back. Yeah, he didn't He didn't kidnap them on purpose. He just forgot where he was supposed to take them for a while. And somebody drew him a picture, and it said crazy driver, and it was like a bus driver with making a crazy face with his hands on the steering wheel, and it said, I have the papers to prove it. And it was kind of like that joke broke the ice. And then it became something that we could at least process and deal with. And it was okay to talk about. But right. until then, it was such a... It was such a hush-hush. Are gluten-free? Yeah. Did you check? Yeah. The Twizzers have gluten in them. Um, Starburst is a better company. I remember the day that you kept going up behind Dad and yelling, Boom! Don't die of cancer. And he turned around and... <laughs> I just looked at you and I said, one of these days, I hope to God he turns around and punches you straight in the face. And Dad just looked at me like, thank you for saying that. <laughs> oh, I, I knew a woman who, I met her at the theater. She talked about the fact that she did that to her husband and she no longer has any teeth because after he got home from Vietnam, she yelled, she didn't do it on purpose. She was just trying to have, give him a surprise birthday party. Ooh. She said, surprise! From behind the door, he ripped the door back, popped her in the mouth, and broke out every single one of their teeth. When we played that game where we had we popped the balloons, never in my mind did that even register to me mm-hmm. that that would trigger him so bad. This but, is part of the reason why fireworks make no. Now f- we have a dog that's scared of balloons. Make so no can. fucking sense to me. Why do we celebrate? I something and no one listened to me. I did listen to you I about do. the lady and her teeth. Yeah. No, I meant I knew it would bother him. Oh. 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 Got it. But that's why I don't. Why do we celebrate holidays that are supposed to honor our veterans by With making it sound like war? Actually, who you know utilize their therapy actually like it. Okay. Well, then I have the second question. Well, I, How does a grown know. adult watch shiny things explode in the sky and and go? Oh, that was awesome. That makes me feel American. Because they're not dead inside, Toby. I'm not saying you're stupid. I'm just saying that that if you enjoy fireworks and you spend a lot of money on fireworks, you should be (gasps) sterilized. Did you hear about what Paul did? I haven't heard anything about Paul since he said, I can run by myself. Stop it. Behave. So apparently, 
Okay. No, thank you. Um, apparently, he called mom and said, Hey, do you oh, want... have you talked to your mom? This was a few days ago. And he said, um, She's sick. I haven't called her since she's been sick, because I don't want to disrupt her rusting and recuperating. But anyway, he called and said... Um, do you guys want to come for a cookout and fireworks at the house? Mom said, I don't know. I'll ask Pappy when he gets home. So dad said, yeah, let's go. So they went. Well, they got down there and my sister was just in, you know, normal around the house clothes, <gasps> transplanting a plant. So the fire department showed up? No. And honey was just transplanting a plant. And you could tell they had had hot dogs for dinner, mom said. But honey said hey mom come on in i didn't know you were coming over and she said i'm here for the party honey said the what and she said paul invited us for a party <laughs> apparently my sister was like that little bastard she knew nothing about it well then he gets out it comes time for fireworks and they visited a while and then they went out to see the fireworks he had bought fireworks turns out he spent like five hundred dollars he should be. This this is the type of person that should be sterilized because your stupid sperm shouldn't be making Stop. babies. Why do you have to be so drastic? I don't know. I think it's a hidden gene that is like latent yeah. homosexuality. What? You know, You're a homosexual. <laughs> it's a what? joke. Okay. It's a joke because they say gay people, gay guys are really dramatic, and I said I don't know. Maybe I'm high. It's like a latent homosexual gene. It didn't. You know, it activated the drama, but not the love of dick. You know that we'll love you no matter what. I don't believe you love me now. Okay, we'll love you as much as you do now. <laughs> that would be if funny, I though. Asked me the last time I saw her, if I was gay and I told her. Who? Your mother. It, w- it would be really, really funny if I was gay. <laughs> and I was telling somebody. Is- and somebody asked me, how did your family feel when... Uh, when you came out, I'm like, oh no, they still think I'm an asshole. It's fine. <laughs> That's like when your grandpa passed away, and everyone was sitting around. They're like, oh, what did you love most about him? I'm like, not much. He was a, he was a jackass. I don't understand why we're supposed I to mean, pretend. I mean, he was a jackass when he was a. People in town think I'm a lesbian too. I don't even understand why they think I'm a lesbian. He was, he was a jackass when he was alive. Why would I then? Straight think women he was generally jackass? aren't. It's just such a weird thing to look when at. When he died. Straight women generally aren't as cool think? as you. Mom, what? The vaginas are so weird. Like, I don't understand how people are lesbians because the vaginas are very odd to look at. Um, okay. Get a point not to look at them. Don't you think? Like, how could you could I couldn't be a lesbian because I wouldn't want to look at the vagina constantly because, eh. I don't think it's constant. I think it's kind of just like whatever you're in the mood. You are a real fucking prick tonight. <sighs> Shut up. I'm funny. If I say it enough, maybe it'll come true. Think so? No, I don't. It's just why I have no friends. Yeah, what's next book? Thought we were talking about Michael J. Fox. Well, I was gonna address your thing about your dad, or or about Grandpa Bill. I've I've never understood that thing of why when somebody dies, we're supposed to pretend that they were a good person. So what? uh, What did you think? Did you enjoy your book? Yeah. Yep. I I mean I just and I enjoyed the documentary immensely too. So. I just think he's a very interesting, and to find out 
that he had it at such at the height, you know, of his career. How old was he when he found out he had it? Twenty something. Isn't that really young? Yeah, it was twenty something. Twenty eight, maybe. I can't remember now, but I think he was he was doing that sitcom uh-huh. that he did the. But he he knew for a while and didn't share, but he woke up and didn't have control of his hand, I believe it was. So, I mean, it's just, yeah, I would recommend people read it. I I enjoyed it. Um... That the uh, the coolest thing, the like the coolest story that I know about him is from Back to the Future, when they wouldn't let him, the studio wouldn't let him be in the movie and, yeah. and get out of his or like get out of his sitcom schedule. So for the entire run of no. the movie, he because he was doing Family Ties. Is that when he found out? I, I know I don't know, I can't remember the the timeline oh. in my brain tonight because I've. It's been a well, long during way. Family Ties, he would work the whole shooting yeah. day. Get, he would take a nap on the way out to shoot yeah. uh, the other movie. And then some, uh, by the end of the night, people would literally carry, carry him, him out of yep. a, st- a station wagon that had a, That's in a bed in the yep. back. Yeah, they talk about that. Um, Joni, it is, it's, we're back to you picking. So I already told you guys. I said, pick what other book you want to read. They didn't know that. That's why he brought it up, I think. Okay, well, that was me picking. You guys can pick whatever you want to read. You just already have to have owned the book. Okay. Do you know what you're picking? It's been free month. I like it. Yeah, I had bought a book not that long ago. It has a dog on the cover. Mm. That's a lot of detail. appreciate that. I can't think of the name of it right now. How about you? It's something. To do, it's about the oh. training dogs that go in and find mm-hmm. people. Is it? But it's a mystery. Because she puts out, like on the back cover, it talks about she puts bones out for him to find. Mm-hmm. And he finds them, but then he goes and finds actual bones, which leads to a mystery. So I'm looking forward to that one. Right on. Looks like an easy read. Toby, which one are you picking? Uh, I think I'm going to read the second Bridgerton book. I bought it. At some point in the past. Which one did you... Do you know which one's the second one? It's the one about the oldest brother, right? Is I forget the title. Okay, it's called The Leg Count Who Loves Me. Yeah, that's the one. What's yours? I don't know. Conversations with Friends, I think is what it's called. Okay. Alrighty. Um, oh, I was... This is your book. I, I, th- we're doing a language challenge on the podcast. If anyone would like to do it with us, mom and Joni, or I think maybe mom picked that we're going to learn Irish. I bought the lonely, I bought the lonely planet book and, um, I didn't realize that only the Brown part is actually an Irish dictionary, but I figured it'd be a cool pocketbook. Yeah. So there's yours. You can have cool. one too. Thank you. Um, that's for your husband because dad's doing it with us. Dad will be on the podcast occasionally and talk about the language thing. Um, all right. Goodbye. Later.